0: The reading is from the prophet Jeremiah, the 31st chapter, 31st verse. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, the covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after these days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another or say to one another, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. Well, you know, he said the New Covenant. Our next reading is from the New Testament, but it's also called the New Covenant. Now, when a scripture reading starts in the middle of a chapter like this, you might wonder, well, where are we in the story of Jesus and His life? And what's already happened in this chapter? So let me tell you some of the context for today's reading. It's Passover, the biggest festival of the year in Israel. The celebration of God rescuing these people of Israel from slavery in Egypt. Jerusalem is full of people and Jesus is the talk of the town. Earlier in uh, this Chapter of John, we have the story of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. You would think that might get people kind of excited and draw them to Jesus. And it did. But it also prompted others to want to destroy Jesus. In fact, just before reading back at the 19th verse, the Pharisees were complaining, the world is going after him. And also... Mary anoints Jesus with expensive oil, irritating at least one of the disciples, the one named Judas. And then what happens? Well, let's listen for the Word of God in John's account of the Gospel, 12th chapter of John. Now, among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, and then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life will lose it. And those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honor. Now my soul is troubled. And what should I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, for this is the reason I have come to this hour. Father. Glorify thy name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said it was thunder. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, this voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. The crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Messiah remains forever. How can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Jesus said to them, The light is with you a little longer. Walk while you have the light so that darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in darkness, you do not know where you are going. When you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become children of light. After this, after Jesus had said this, he departed and hid from them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks Amen. You. O Lord, may my words and may our thoughts be acceptable in your sight, our rock. And our Redeemer. Are you a child of the light? In what we read, some Greeks approached Philip, a disciple with a Greek name, and he tells Andrew, another Greek name disciple, and together they tell Jesus what the Greeks had said, Sir, we would see Jesus. I've heard a lot, a lot of pulpits that have that very... Verse taped, like a note from the congregation to the preacher, taped on the pulpit. We wish to see Jesus. This coming of uh, the Greeks to see Jesus, it's a pivotal moment. In the first eleven chapters of John, Jesus had said, the hour has not yet come. For example, remember the wedding at Cana and then Uh, In the second chapter of John, where Jesus told his mother, My hour has not yet come. In the seventh chapter of John, the authorities got mad at what Jesus said in the temple, and they tried to arrest him, but no one could lay hands on him, because, it says, his hour had not yet come. But now, Jesus said, the hour has come, and he tells the disciples about the meaning of his coming death. Jesus knew what the hour was for. He knew what he was facing. But he did not duck. He had real courage. Courage does not mean you're not afraid. Courage means you are afraid, but you bravely do the right thing anyway. Jesus told the disciples now my soul is troubled and what should I say Father save me from this hour. no it's the reason I've gotten here he did not turn away from a horrible death he was facing but prayed that to God Father glorify your name he also told the disciples a mystery those who love their lives will lose it and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am there, my servant will be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honor Life, love, opportunity to serve, those are things that cannot be hoarded, that cannot be saved, can't hide them away somewhere. Every day, our lives give us some opportunity to serve, some chance to help others, some chance to ease another person's burdens, to live like Jesus, to live for Christ. One of those opportunities to serve, I think of when Miss Louise was at Springbrook and and one of the other residents there had only used one hand and she couldn't cut her meat, so there was Miss Louise with all her own troubles and all her own challenges, and she would cut this other lady's meat so she could eat first. Wherever you are, in whatever situation you're in, you have those opportunities to serve, those opportunities to encourage someone, those opportunities to speak a kind word to someone who really needs it. We have those chances to show that we are living for Christ. Now back then when the when the people said, Now, Son of Man, who is this Son of Man? Jesus said to them, The light is with you a little while longer. What? Walk in the light so that darkness may not overtake you. <coughs> if you walk in darkness, you don't know where you're going. And as we've experienced at our house, you don't know what you'll bump into either. <laughs> <laughs> and some of us have the bruises, bruises to prove. To yes, <laughs> While you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become children of light. We've seen that image of light and darkness before remember back when Nicodemus came to Jesus by night in John 3 19 Jesus told Nicodemus that the light has come into the world and the people of darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil for all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light so that their deeds may not be exposed but those who do what is true come to the light so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. In the 8th chapter of John, right after challenging the angry crowds for the one without, you know, let the one without sin cast the first stone, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And in the next chapter, After healing the blind man, Jesus said, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. In the Gospel of John, that term, Son of Man, it's used by Jesus to describe Himself. And only Jesus, in the book of John, only Jesus uses that term, except when the crowd asks Him, Who is the Son of Man? The Son of Man is the time Jesus uses for Himself. It includes judgment, and salvation it's used in descriptions of jesus what jesus is doing it is healing gathering forgiving suffering dying and for jesus resurrected the son of man is the light of the world the one who keeps us from walking in darkness the Son is the one who draws us to himself stronger than any bag that we've ever seen. The one who knows us inside and out and loves us anyway. The one who showed us how to live. The one who gave His life for us. The Son of Man is Jesus Christ. The one in whom we find life. That is, if we walk in the light. Thanks be to God.